very, very special guest. Um, welcome to the Power Half Hour. This week, uh, we are interviewing a top team leader, top agent out of San Francisco, United States, uh, Mr. Kevin Cruz. Thank you so much for being here, making time for us. Thank you for the invite as well, Mr. Sai. Absolutely, man. You know, you have an incredible story. I do want to start from the very beginning, but, um, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, you guys' production, what your team structure is like, and uh, what are you working on right now? Uh, well, Kinetic Real Estate, the company that we started, uh, happened two years ago. We established it end of 2019, so uh, two years plus now. Uh, I mean, when I started Kinetic, we have three, uh, I have two sales agent and one uh, admin, right? Mm -hmm. And and the first year in Kinetic, we ended up with seven sales agent and one admin, okay? Wow. Uh, with uh, $58 million in uh, volume and uh, 82 deals, 82 families. Uh, so oh, yeah, no. and wow. I think it was my, you know, epiphany this year, uh, my second year now, you know, where let's scale the business and see where we can take it because I feel like, mm. okay, maybe I know the formula. Maybe I figured it out. Maybe there's more that we can do as a whole together because me personally, I love getting people together. Uh, I like, I love connecting the dots for people. Uh, you know, when they can, you know, if I connect two people together, they can do something right. Something bigger. I'm all about that. And I feel like, okay, when you build an organization like this, you know, and use kinetic as a resource, uh, kind of like to build that generational wealth, Mm -hmm. obviously selling houses will not get you rich i mean it will not get you wealthy but it will mm -hmm. bring you a lot of money right mm -hmm. it will bring you a lot of money it's a, it's a great foundation so you know for me like i'm all about connecting the dots and i realized they scaled the business this year so you know we hired a business coach um and we brought you know kinetic this year right now our second year we have about 49 sales agents now wow yeah, so about 49, uh, you know, getting close to 50. Uh, this year, you know, so last year we did 58 million. And uh, this year we're going to end at like 240 million. Uh, so wow, congratulations, man. Yeah, with how many families we helped, we expanded into two, you know, two different areas now, one in the Bay Area and uh, one in Sacramento with 11 team members there. So it's been a very big blessing so far for us. Absolutely. A big congratulations. And to be able to do this, guys, in a short amount of uh, two years, short amount of time, yeah. really. And uh, so Kevin and I uh, met each other from Raquel Quinet. Yes. She is a phenomenal uh, team coach, and uh, she's helping me skill right now. Yeah. I'm hopeful that we can get to Ke Kevin's um, oh, Kevin's model right now. So I, uh, you're too modest, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, we all learn from each other. And this is why I want to have you on today is that um, I want the team, you know, people who are here today to, to be able to think big because yes. you scaled from, you know, two agents just two years ago now to 50 and in a different city with 11 agents. Yes. So tell us a little bit about thinking big, because if you thought small, you would have stayed at two. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I think thinking big, I mean, ever since I was, uh, 21 years old, 20 years old, right. When I first had my, uh, you know, I had two kids by the age of 22. Right. Oh, wow. So I started extremely young. Right. And I think from there, like you're kind of forced to think big already. That's one. Right. So, so, you know, and I mean, there's, let's be real, right. You can't teach drive. You cannot. 
you cannot but you can you know you can expand your mind to think bigger by going to like big events right like being uh, inspired by another agent for example who's like you inspired to be right uh i think like you know i think with all these mentors that i have and all the agents that i've seen around who's doing crazy production and at the same time i have a pretty big why right you know why it's like what's your goal in life right what do you want out of your life uh it's pretty big like you know like i'm not gonna get into like details but a lot of it is family and making a difference in my community right mm. and yeah so i mean it's just started thinking big but i think one thing one thing though is i think you gotta have you gotta focus on one thing and be really good at it so if you start something you know whatever it is just really really focus on it and because that that thing that you focus on you're going to do so well at it and that's where you're going to get discovered and you can do other things now and you attract more success mm. uh, and that can bring you other opportunities in life now you know like with one thing that you have done like i never seen somebody who's doing like 10 different things you know like so mediocre and they get discovered no it's one thing <laughs> only and you can do whatever you want you know that's what I was talking about uh, with uh, a previous interview with uh, Juan Carlos. You guys should meet. Uh, he's also a big team leader here at our brokerage. And he, he talked about one thing is that you got to do your one thing, your main thing, and leverage it and, and build it up to at least seven figures. Then, yes. okay, once you have the systems in place, you can go chase other sources of income. But if you're chasing six or seven other sources of income, all trying to make five figures, you're doing the wrong thing. You're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, it's just like nobody, like, I mean, if you want to attract the right people, you know, that matters. Like they're not, they're not going to watch that. They're going to watch one thing that you have done. And from there, you guys can do other things. I mean, once you master something like, you know, whatever it is, it can be systems operations. I mean, like, you know, let's, you know, like Raquel, right. One of her mentors is uh, Sharon, right. Mm-hmm. Like he built one company, he sold it to Fortune 500. Now he was able to build multiple more, but he didn't do that all at the same time, right? Right. <laughs> no, he did it one by one. One like by he one. Mastered the process, them some processes, and the you know, like and how to scale a business. And that's exactly that's how, that's the same thing for. I think that's the same thing for everything. I mean, you know, yeah. I- I, I truly believe that. And, um, you know, I, I just never opened up my mind to other sources. I've basically pounded my head in one thing <laughs> is yeah, just making good. sales. You're doing, so, you're doing so good at it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Production. Yeah. Thank you. And, and, you know, now, now I'm looking to, you know, work towards being a great team leader. And I wanted to ask you, this is for myself selfishly that, um, did you go out there and attract agents first, or did you build the systems first to have, the agents, um, you know, be, be okay to settle in with? Very good question. Um, what I did first is uh, um, after two years in my career, right? First year, I was Rookie of the Year in Northern California. Second year, I was Entrepreneur of the Year, 30 under 30, right? Wow. Uh, but after my second year, I came to realize, you know, self-reflection, right? You know, being conscious like what you're doing. I realized that that second year, I tried doing everything in my life. Like I tried doing, you know, operations, social media, administrative work, putting signs, all that, you know, selling properties, like everything, you know, even though I did really good at it, right? What I lost is time. So mm-hmm. I lost time because, you know, it, you, you, let's be real, you notice know once you start doing 30 deals by yourself without any help, it's really hard. Really hard. I, you forgot a disclosure this, like, okay, like, you know, what are you going to do? Like chase that disclosure? Like, that, you know, like 
so what I did my third year, you know, after my two years, uh, I told myself manifested like I need a buyer's agent and I needed an admin, admin person. So mm-hmm. without having any systems, without knowing what I needed to do, all I needed, all, all I, all I, all I'm thinking about is my vision. Like I need to free up more time so I can sell more properties and I need, I need to take care of more clients. Mm-hmm. So I need to refer it out to a buyer's agent. So that's when I found them. So I didn't have any systems. We created the system together. Oh, wow. And I think it's people that creates the system. It's mm. not you that creates a system and you bring in people to fill in that. Whoa. I, okay. That, that right there, guys, if you're looking yeah. to build a team, whoever's watching this, the people that you attract build the systems together with Correct. you. Correct. But that works for them. Yes. Uh, here's the thing, right? I'm experiencing this right now. So, you know, I've been working on systems for eight months now, uh, building a company, right? So even though like two months ago, right, let's just say, okay, let's just say last month, okay, we did uh, 40 escrows last month, okay, uh, even all my, my, my four people in my operations figure out like a good system where they're happy, mm. what happens next month, okay, we have five new agents and we have 20 more escrows, mm. okay, you have to adjust that system again, ah. why? it's the people that works in the system to have a better flow with everyone, it's not you create the system, to and you know they just they have to go with it like no right. you have to figure it out together as a unit raquel would be so proud or did she give you this uh she gave me this <laughs> okay okay cool no it, it's true wow she's amazing i mean it's she uh, all those little nuggets it's like oh wow you know like it's truly incredible because i i always felt like i didn't want to recruit more because I didn't have the systems in place. I was almost scared, like, okay, I, because I'm all about service. And it's just, it, it, when you're building a team as a team leader, you, you are providing a service essentially to all of your agents on the team. Yeah. But now I'm really figuring out through you, uh, ignoring Raquel, what she told me, like, you got to attract the right people and build the system together. Correct. Correct. I love that. Because, you know, at the end of the day, they feel better when they're creating their own system. The more, the more micromanaging and controlling in the way you want things to be, uh, people are not going to like it. Mm. Yeah. You know, so people are not going to like it. You know, they're not going to like it because like, you know, like you want them to figure it out. And by them figuring out, you make them feel like they achieve something and they belong to this company because you're actually listening to them. So you truly uh, have taken on the uh, the concept of, you know, you're not the boss. You are, we're just all partners. Yes. And they have to d- d- take on the responsibility and accountability to build this uh, system with you. Yes. The way that it works for everyone, not just one guy builds all the systems and you no. follow that system. It doesn't work well, that way. It doesn't work that way. It works maybe for Dude. franchises, but, you know, uh, but it's people that builds it, you know, people it's, yeah. It's people that builds the company. My goodness. All about thank people. you. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, thank you for that. Um, Kevin, I do want to back up because uh, I know um, we're all immigrants and you came here at the age of 14. That, yeah. That's a tough age. Yeah. For me, I, I came over here to Canada when I was age 11. And I thought like, okay, it was um, not too late, but, but not, not super early either. Like if you came here at like three or four years old, you're, you, you're, you're put in, in, into that culture, you, you, immediately you can absorb it. You can become fully immersed. But at 14, you're already one way. There must have been a culture shock. And how was that like coming over here to, to the States? 
Oh man. Uh, well, I came here, uh, you know, 13, 14 years old, right? And I didn't know English, to be honest with you. Wow. People think like, you know, English is my second language and stuff. Like, no, I had no second language that time. So I had a dictionary of me all the time, right? So um, I, I don't know. It's a culture shock for me, obviously, right? Because most of the people, all my, I lost all my friends, you know? When you're 14, you have a lot of friends already. Yeah. And that was me. I was like, one of, you know, and there was no like social media. There was no like, you know, online and stuff like, Everything is like a land center. Everything is like meeting in person to hang out and chill and, you know, be, you know, so, uh, yeah, it was a culture shock for me, honestly. Like, and the only thing I thought about is, you know, I remember when my parents said like, you know, you're staying here in the U S so you can have a better life. Mm. What we had that's, uh, I remember that's like one of the first and last things that they told me, uh, at that time. Mm. Uh, you know, I had to go to school here, blah, 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 you know, so it was a culture shock for me. But what was the question again? Or like, no, uh, yeah, I mean, just just your experience coming over here. What was it? Was it tough being an immigrant at 14 years old? I know it was tough for me. Yeah, it was yeah. tough for me. It was tough for me because um, I didn't know English as one. And a lot of people, uh, you know, when you're young, right, you think about what other people think. And so and uh, they make fun of you because they yeah. call you, a, you know, they call you a fob, right? Fresh off the yeah. boat. Yeah. Uh, it happened to me a lot, you know, and I was known for that person, you know, or mm-hmm. like, like people will call me fob, even friends would call me fob, you know, like, and I would, <laughs> it, it, it starts to hurt, but over time, yeah. it, it, you, you know, you become an, uh, you'll have this thick skin, like, you know, you just, yeah. be, like, you know, so I had a lot of those in a very, uh, at a very young age. And it's funny the people I used to hang out with, and I made friends with are all fobs too. <laughs> <laughs> So now we got a fob crew now, you know. But hey, you know, we're well, I'm your fob friend. Consider me your fob friend. Yeah, you don't sound like it. The same country, but like, right? it took me a while to develop it, you know. So when I was, you know, I had to pick up a job. My first job was at like 15 and a half years old, working, you know, making flipping pizzas at Sabaro at a mall, wow. you know. So I, all my friends would see me. All the classmates will see me working, you know, wearing an apron, you know. So. At that time, they were making fun of me and stuff like that still, right? But like 17 years old, you know, I started doing sales, you know, cut called Vector, the knives and stuff, wreck yeah. sales, yeah. I did that. You know, I was like, okay, I think I can do good in sales, right? And 18, 19, I did multi-level marketing. Nice. Uh, yeah. So that's when I started, you know, like I, I actually dropped out of college to went multi-level marketing mm-hmm. uh, because I really believe like, okay, I can do something. I can make something out of myself with this. I saw like, I went to like a big event you know, big events where big, big decisions happen at big events, right? Yeah. Like I came to realize, okay, I'm not saying school is not for, you know, school is, you know, for everyone. Uh, I'm not against school at all. I'm going to put my children into school, but it just wasn't for me personally, right? Because, you know, but, you know, so yeah, it was tough. Uh, my parents hated me. It's like, you know, when they didn't hate me, they're like, I, I, brought, I brought you here to the US so you right. can have a better life. And you drop that out over this, sales selling vitamins and stuff like come on like are, are you are you stupid like <laughs> you know, like like that happened to me it was like a it was a barrier in my head it was like mm. really like it was difficult in my head because sometimes you know in business you'll do good and sometimes you're not going to do good mm-hmm. and the moment you stop you know you th- you know things are bad you start thinking about maybe my parents are right maybe i should go uh, to school it's a mental battle dude mental battle for years I'm glad you didn't buy into that story but you know a lot of times our biggest naysayers unfortunately are our family that's yeah and those are the first people I targeted because those are people that I thought that would buy into me 
So yeah. yeah, like you know, I had that battle. It's an emotion. I call it an emotional roller coaster. Mm. You know, so yeah, and after that, from 19 to 24, I did multi-level marketing, and after that, I eventually started my my first actual business. Uh, you know, you know, ele- electronic dance music production. So we produced wow. like uh, you know, uh, music, you know, music production events like you know, raves, clubs, and stuff like that. So I did that for five years. Then that's after that got started with real estate. After. Mm. Yeah. So, wow, that's like a big journey of dif- doing different types of things, starting from, uh, you know, working, flipping pizza, Cutco, um, so USANA or what, whatever company. <laughs> it's called USANA. USANA, okay, good, good, yeah. I guess, right. And and then uh, creating your own uh, techno music and then into real estate. You you basically have done it all and you created that thick skin. You developed that thick skin for yourself. So this brought you here today. Yeah. And do you believe this is this is it? This is your career? Uh, I think it's a very good gateway. I think I think real estate is going to be my forever uh, industry. What I mean by that is uh, real estate is like you can do so many things in real estate. You can flip yes. homes, you can property manage, you can buy and hold properties, you can do commercial, you can do like residential sales, commercial sales, right? A lot of things, right? Uh, but for me, Kinetic is going to be that avenue for to really build uh, a different in, uh, and uh, yes, the wealth and generational wealth, mm. because we're going to use real estate, all the money that we make, we're going to probably invest it together, which we're doing right now. Right. With all the people that we work with over here, some of them want to invest their money. So, Hey, mm. let's invest together. Obviously we trust each other. There's the reason why we work together. Right. That's awesome. So, you know, we don't like, we don't have to work on that, that trust level. All we have to do is work on details and stuff and invest. But kinetic real estate is going to be that avenue, uh, you know, where it's kind of like a playing field for the entrepreneurs and stuff in a, and use that as a resource to connect the dots for their life and what they can do with it. So that's, that, uh, that's, that's, my, that's my true vision with uh, the company. Gotcha. So um, five, 10 years from now, well, what are you seeing for Connecticut real estate? Uh, well, kinetic that- real estate, sorry. Uh, I, I haven't thought about 10 years, to be honest with you. Uh, to me, like all I'm thinking about for Kinetic is to hit a billion in volume. And mm. yeah, we're planning on hitting that in 2023. So next year, basically. 2022 is next. Yes. Well, originally oh. it's 2024. But gotcha. uh, uh, after speaking to Raquel and uh, the leaders that we have, we want to try hitting it 2023. Wow. And uh, so with that being said, sales volume... And happening in two cities, Sacramento and San Francisco, how many agents do you th- see yourself uh, growing to next year? A uh, hundred. One hundred. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. A yeah, hundred, a hundred solid agents that can, you know, that can, yeah, that's hundred solid agents. That's amazing. Yeah, that fits um, the culture that feels, you know, that fits the shape in our lives. You know, it's culture. It's been important. So is Kinetic... Uh, your team name or is that the brokerage name itself? Uh, that's a company name. So we're powered with uh, Side Inc. Uh, but the brand is ours, the company, you know, yeah, I founded the company. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Kinetic, yes. But uh, yes, it's uh, basically like like a brokerage running. Yeah, like, so to speak. It's not just a team name. Ah, so it is your own brokerage and then you've leveraged yourself and created another brokerage in Sacramento with 11 agents. Basically, in the grand scheme of things, yes. Gotcha. But they said, yeah, this this more into it. I don't want to go over it. It's yeah, like, it's nitty gritty. Yeah, yeah. Nitty gritty no, but... on the back ends. Yeah. 
I do because you're so driven and, you know, you've gone through a lot of hardship and, you know, in your upbringing, you're an immigrant, so many jobs. Uh, I do want to talk about your why. What's okay. your why? <laughs> oh, man. Um, shoot, man, that's a lot, dude. Uh, okay. Uh, one thing I learned is uh, uh, there's two types of why. Okay. Uh, there's a painful why and a pleasure mm. why. Oh, yeah, so painful why is uh okay, a pleasure why is something that that gets you up in bed, that keeps you going and uh mm -hmm. keeps you going and going, right? Mm -hmm. And a painful why is something like something that when times are bad and you're like demotivated, you have no choice but to still move to go with it. Yes. Something that will, you know, that will, yeah, something that will keep you going. And uh and uh the, the pleasure wise like the fuel why should keep going. Mm. I don't know that that makes sense, you know. Obviously, it does. Kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's only two driving forces in everybody's uh, motivation is one is away from pain, you avoid pain, and one is towards pleasure. Yes. So share with us what what's what's the pleasure part that that you're going towards? Pleasure? Oh man, dude, I wanna. <laughs> Uh, I mean, personally, like, oh, you know, obviously I want to own like a thousand homes, right? It's just nice. like, a, like a, like a goal type of thing. Yeah. yeah I want, you know, like this, it's so hard to like, it's hard to answer that, you know, like, it's like, are you asking for the end goal? Are you asking for my next year's goal? Are you asking, you know what I mean? Like, like, okay. If you were to ask me what a perfect world for me is, okay. A mm. uh, thousand homes, a lot of businesses like that are running that I invested into. I have nothing involved with the operations. Cause I like, I'm, I enjoy investment so much. I enjoy, mm -hmm. I enjoy looking at companies and where the company is going and where that, you know, who that person is, I'm going to be working with, right. Or who I'm going to invest with. Right. I get excited over that. Um, you know, like, and I, I'm a big believer in orphanage, like taking care of the mm -hmm. people. I mean, kids are not, it's not their fault that they're born. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, you know, I contribute to the orphanage. So I'm going to start something big with that you know, later on down the line. Uh, and be really the example of uh, Filipinos, I would say, who, who came from like, you know, serious, like nothing, you know, nothing like, but love with family, of course, but financially, like in terms of like, well, zero. And that really like, you know, build that, you know, from build something out of yourself, right? You know, so for me, like, I didn't waste, I don't want to waste my, you know, I don't want to waste the opportunity being here in the US because I have a lot of friends in the Philippines and unfortunately it's hard for them. Mm. Right. So you want to be that example, like, Hey, I'm making something out of it. You know what I mean? Like, so that's, yeah, that's my pleasure. Why I would say, uh, besides, you know, having a nice car, uh, like you getting a, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. So. Yes, sir. April and Candace, uh, I think they are, are, are Filipino. I, I thank you for being here. This is your example. Uh, this is your Kuya over here. Oh my uh, setting God. the example, <laughs> but okay, that's pleasure. Thousand homes, yeah. orphanage, um, being the example. Those are all really honorable things. What are you avoiding in terms of pain that drives you forward? Uh, pain is uh, I didn't have enough time with my family at a very mm -hmm. young age. All I did was work, 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 work. All I did is like working sixteen to seventeen hours a day. Wow, like, I did that for like like half a decade, maybe a decade. Until now, we still work a lot and you kind of forget like the important things in life, which mm -hmm. is family. Why are you doing it? Right. So I think family would be the biggest thing for me. I would say my children, my, my parents, my grandma, you know, like I want to make sure that they're, 
you know, like I want to make sure that I'm there for them. I want to be able to like, you know, travel with them. We have, I have travel goals next year, you know, with nice. my family, you know, so yeah, all inclusive, like, of course, um, like things like that, you know, those are my, my, my pain, my, you know, emotional, why I would say. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Family is yeah. first, man. And yeah, you, don't, you don't want to miss out on that. Uh, cause we yeah. don't have much time, especially grandma, you know, and, uh, of course our parents, I, I lost my dad and I know, I know it's, 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 it's painful oh, when you miss time yeah. with, the, with, with yeah. parents. Um, yeah. so th thank you. Thank you for sharing that. You think so big, Kevin, and you've done a lot of big things already in your life. Uh, do you ever fear failure? No. Wow. Okay. Uh, no. Tell me more about that. Well, personally, uh, following the timeline, what I told you, right? After I did multi-level marketing with Yusana, uh, I, uh, you know, I started, uh, you know, I co-founded a music production company, event production company. But during those times, I really also started, uh, I also opened up a vape shop in San Francisco. I mm. opened up a sound and lighting and production company. We tried uh, making a, a event production company kind of like an MLM structure. Mm -hmm. you, every time you know when you recruit somebody, they sell a ticket and you get compensated for that. We invested into clubs. Uh, you know, I would say a lot of those are experiences. Uh, you know, obviously, I invested in other things that lost me a lot of money. But I think you build that thick skin, right? I mean, what Gary Vee said, right? Yeah, you have to double your failure rate at your 20s, right? Wow. He said that. And I think for me personally, I think I tripled it. Uh, I was one of those people that, you know, I, I had this syndrome that, wow, I like this opportunity. Let's jump in. I like this opportunity. Let's jump in. Wow. One of those people, right? And, uh, you know, but the biggest thing I learned, like, hey, throughout the course of my years, is like bad judgment, right? Mm. Or... Uh, or the next thing I learned now, but I'm learning now is bandwidth. Like, do I have the capacity to even deal with this? Right. But like, but yeah. So if you ask me, like, am I scared of failure? I'm sure I did back then, but now it's like, it's a part of journey. Now you have to fail. <laughs> you have wow. to fail. Like, so, like you just have to, there's just no, have you ever seen an entrepreneur that's on like everywhere right now? That's that didn't fail. Hell no. No, but they failed in something. You just got to Yeah. And, uh, you know, and Kenny talked about this. Uh, Kenny Fast, Kenny Trong talked about this. He makes so many decisions and he makes decisions so fast. And he says, yes. Yeah. So a normal person would have gone through maybe 20 decisions. He's already made 50 and he's already yeah. moved past you way faster than you. Yeah. And yeah. that's, I think that's how you are as well, is that you're not afraid to fail. Yeah, not you're not yeah you cannot and like you gotta you gotta protect the company you gotta protect the vision that's what matters the most right being the people of course like yeah i mean you know i mean even currently right now uh i'm not sure if you know but you know i co-founded a moving company and i co-founded a home staging company so i have those wow. as well and we do airbnb as well so we have several properties for airbnb and uh so like and we flip homes as well like like but i have partners in every single one of those right yeah. Yeah. But now I'm, I'm a little bit better now because I can sleep with my both eyes closed and I know my partners will take care of me. Am yeah. I involved on the staging? Am I involved on the moving? No, I haven't moved a single item. I haven't staged a single house. Mm. Like, but how do you create that good judgment where you can build a vertical integration and still handle it with 24 hours a day while building your solid, you know, your main company, which is Kinetic Real Estate? It's because of all those experiences that you experienced in the past. Mm -hmm. Partnering up with the wrong people. 
uh, getting, you know, like investing into something and they file bankruptcy, uh, all that, all that shit, you know, but you won't be able to get just a right partner right away until you experience how to judge people right from the past. Like you got to learn from experience. So failure. Yeah. And you can't, it's hard to replace something in exp- with experience, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah. But how would you know if you didn't try, right? Exactly. I mean, like, and yeah. yeah, you have to try and you, you somehow have to fail. Dude. <laughs> Thank you for this. That's it. This is amazing advice. And uh, you are truly, uh, when, when we say fearless leader, I've never seen one so fearless uh, besides yourself, man. So thank you for inspiring me first and foremost. Um, man, I'm, I'm just speechless. Thank you. Thank you first and foremost. Um, thank you for the invitation, you know? like Yeah. Um, what, one last piece of advice for yeah. us to, you know, take away for 2021 and then, you know, have a rocking start to 2022. What would that be? Uh, advice? Uh, just don't give up. Just keep mm. going. Just keep going. And uh, in terms of uh, real estate, uh, build your database. I was just training. I was just training the whole company about this, like using holidays as a tool to like, you know, because I mean, okay, side note, right? Like, you know, we're all trying to get people's addresses, right? Yeah. Like, family, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, but like the best way to get it is just message them. Hey, I have some, I have something small. I want to, you know, send you for holidays. Can I get your address? Yes. You know, you try doing that on a random time, like probably not going to give it to you, you know? Like, no, no, like, oh, what do you want? What do you, what do you say? Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> okay, well, you know, you want something from me, you know? Yeah. But, uh, like, but yeah, I think uh, the biggest thing is uh, never give up. And if you're in real estate or any other businesses, never lose connections with anything. Re- your, your network is your network. Like just have as many, you got to be resourceful. You got to have everything. You got to partner with people. You got to learn how to partner with people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, and just, yeah, never give up. Build your, build build a huge network of people because those are going to be pretty handy like later on. Yeah. Guys, keep building, never, ever, ever give up. And you're, you're, you're looking at it right here. A, a, a true American dream come true. Kevin, big congratulations to what you've already achieved. And I see nothing but huge things ahead of you, man. Thank you so much for being here today, brother. No, thank you. No, I appreciate the talk. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Uh, thanks for the inspiration advice. Kuya Kevin. There you go. Kuya Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, make it a great day, man. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next week. All right, All the best. Thank thanks, you. Kevin. Thank All you. Right.